Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. A big weekend in the National Football League. Joining us now on the hotline, NFL on Fox insider extraordinaire, Jay Glazer. Jay, what's happening, man? How are you? When is it not a big weekend in the National Football League? Well, we got Brady versus the Patriots. It's an ex, kind of an extra special. It's like getting extra ice cream at the yeah. end of a meal instead of yeah, just regular like, ice cream. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. This is uh, Babe Ruth going back to the Red Sox, right? Yeah. Oof. Hey, uh, what's it been like? Look, I, I know you probably talked to Bruce Arians over the course of this week. What, what's it been like? We've heard from the Patriots side of things and how they're preparing and Belichick. What, what's it like from Tampa Bay side getting ready for this game? No, it's not Bruce. It's just for him. It's like another game. It's, but for Tom, it's different. And Tom is definitely, yeah, he's, everyone I've talked to, he is like so laser focused in, like it's Super Bowl week. It's, you know, it's it's definitely a different week. They can say whatever they want, but it is. And, you know, from what I'm told, like in practice, he's going over and making sure he's working with this group and that group. And it's just, this that extra stuff. And of course you want to, no doubt you want to stick it to someone where, you were with them for a long time. Absolutely. Not only that, you're talking about one of the most competitive people who've ever played this game, right? A type of guy that every time somebody used to say something about him, you're like, what are you doing? Don't say something about Tom. And then he guts them the next week, right? Like, don't, don't, don't. 
right? Rebus, don't say anything about him. This person, don't say anything about him, right? He is incredibly competitive. So, yeah, he's, uh, this is a different week for him. Yeah, we yeah, even got gonna... fun Bill Belichick this week because yeah. of it. You know, he's making jokes in his press conference and everything's fine in the book. I don't care about it. It's like, hey, I really don't want to anger Tom. Just say, hey, everything's okay. Big smile on my face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. And, and, and look, it, it is – you look at it now also, and um, yeah, the Patriots, they were wrong. They're the greatest quarterback who's ever played the game. They had him there in their building. He wanted to be there for a long haul. And, man, sometimes people's uh, – I don't know. I think people either overthink things or they try and, you know, by, by staying up what you think is a step ahead, sometimes pushes you off a cliff. Ooh, that's a lie. We're going to put that on a shirt and yeah. market the hell out of it mm-hmm. uh, about right. cliffs. Uh, yeah, I mean, because, I mean, certainly in the room now, it's, you know, when we try to prognosticate this game, Jay, it's the, all right, the, the Buccaneers have all of these weapons at their disposal. I'm, I'm sad that we won't see Gronkowski out there. Yeah, me too. I mean, you want to talk I about know. a guy who would have enjoyed that spotlight. It would have been no him. doubt. Mm. No doubt. And, and, you know, and Gronk didn't have anything against Belichick at all, but he just loves Tom. They all love Tom. Right. And, you know, even like, look, Tom going down to Tampa, I think it was kind of misconstrued. People think he went down there and said, okay, I like this person, this person, this person. That's not it. Not at all. He didn't say, I want you bringing Grunk, you bringing AB, you bringing this. He didn't do that. He just said, man, I want to be heard. And in Tampa and uh, in New England, he wasn't. Like, he just wasn't heard. They, They just didn't, they do things their way. They wouldn't go to him and say, hey, what do you think about this guy or that guy or. And, and in Tampa, they do a good job of, but they do a good job of letting him feel heard and also realizing, man, this guy knows good talent, not talent, and knows who, uh, who's a fraud and who's not, and let's lean on him. Might as well. He's been in this league for 20 years. Why not? Jay Glazer with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Now, Jay, I want to, I want you to tell a story here because you had the big story on Sunday about how the Texans are softening their stance on Deshaun Watson, and you met a couple of nice Eagles fans in the airport, didn't you? <laughs> well, yeah. No, they were. Um, well, that, that the, the word I was obviously alluding to could be used in several different ways, and you know. <laughs> um, and I really couldn't tell, like, because when I said to them, they said, so like, we're going after Deshaun? Nope, they're out of it. Not not at this point. Well, and, I, and again, I couldn't tell if they were, like, uh, angry or or sad or happy or whatever, because it's just the same vernacular. But the way their tone was, I was like, yeah, I, I can't read it. Uh, and also, by the way, I ain't, I'm just telling the truth here. So, no, it's, it's at this point, I think it's the Dolphins or nothing. Um but well, I say they softened. And so here's the deal: in training camp, Nick Casario wouldn't even return a text. He wouldn't call anybody back. I mean, it was nothing, zero. And now there is, you know, if there's going to be interest, there's definitely there's been talks that have gone on. Um, you know, and again, Miami makes all the sense in the world. Again, the Eagles got put out there this week and put out really strong. Um, that like, man, they they really want to go after hard. That's just not the case. They're not. They're not in it. Not at this point. They're not in it. So, as you say, if it's the Dolphins or nothing, why are the Dolphins so down I, I on two? No, I shouldn't say no. I shouldn't say nothing. Okay. But um, no. But you got to. Here's the other thing we have to understand about Sean Watson. So everybody's kind of everybody's found him guilty in the court of public opinion. I don't know if he's guilty or, or innocent. No idea. Right. Mm-hmm. But. Um, let's take any of that away. He's one of the top five players in the NFL. Right? He was one of the best five players in the National Football League. So you have a chance to go get somebody who, um, if he, and again, I, I just want to walk you know, lightly here because I don't know what happened. Right? I don't know if he's done this, he hasn't done this. Um, and, you know, so if it's, if none of it happened, Right, he's a top five player in the NFL. Is my point, and you have a chance to go get somebody like that. Absolutely. Now, if he is, um, if he's done all these things, then forget him. Why is it the Dolphins are so down on Tua? I don't know if it's so much that they're down on Tua, but also like, man, he's got a lot of room to go. Also, there's a huge difference between Tua and Deshaun Watson. If you're just talking talent, it's not even close. At least not at this point. It's not even close. So, Tua, you know, he, he 
you know, he has a lot of room to grow, a lot of room to grow. And I'm not saying that he can't, because he has great makeup. You don't know. But you also know the other one's a proven commodity. All right, Jay, let's move up the uh, coast there uh, on the East Coast. Let's go to Pittsburgh. Uh, is, is Ben Roethlisberger the ride or die, or do we see the end coming? What do you mean, ride or die? Like, well, just in terms of he's, he's just going to keep playing <laughs> until he can't. Well, I think we've seen the end coming for a little while. I mean, I think sure. I was a little surprised Ben came back this year. Um, but, you know, he threw himself into his offseason program, which last year, you know, we got into it a little bit, me making fun of him for his offseason right. workout sure. programs. Um, but, you know, I, I think in this case also, like, man, it's just – you know, we've seen what, what what Ben has been over the last few years. Now there's been some injuries that, that have piled up. Where in the past, those injuries, man, he just popped back. But it's different at this point in your life. And this is a difference, like, where, you know, you take care of your body for 20-something years like Brady. And when things get beat up, you have an MCL tear and you just play through an entire season. You're able to do that. When you haven't taken care of your body all these years, those things that then pile up later on in your career, man, those things then, they slow you down. They throw you off your rhythm. Do little things like that. And that's what a lot of guys don't realize. It's, hey, you want to take care of yourself for the immediate season. But you also want to take care of yourself so later on in your career and you get banged up, those things, you're able to overcome those. And you just, look, just you just you naturally can't if you don't take care of yourself in a great way. You've got to be, again, this is the National Football League. You've got to be elite, an elite athlete. And you can't just do it with talent. Hey, Jay, other quarterback news. Uh, it's a game-time decision. Could you be starting a quarterback for the Bears on Sunday? Because apparently a lot of people can. <laughs> uh, I couldn't because I wouldn't pass their um, personality disorder test. So, no. What's going on there? So, here's the thing. If this was a team – where the where the head coach and the general manager and they were safe. Nobody, Justin Fields really should not be playing this year. They really should redshirt him, right? But you can see, like, man, Bears fans, they want who they think is their savior to come in there right now. You're actually doing him a disservice by putting him in there right now. And but there's no patience here. He needs to sit. There's certain things he doesn't he doesn't see on this level yet. It's totally different, completely different. And the problem too when you have a running quarterback, a lot of times is they're not actually able to develop because they're using their feet to get them out of trouble. So instead of being able to sit back there and really develop as a quarterback, they're using their feet to get themselves out of trouble. They don't have to develop you know, as that passer, if you will. So, I, you know, look, the, the ideal thing would be to be how San Fran is using Trey Lance and just let him play here and there and get his feet wet a little bit. and That's it. But I'm telling you, even if Patrick Mahomes played that, that rookie year, as much as Patrick thinks he could, his arm and everything could bail him out of stuff, this is kind of what's happening with Zach Wilson. He just thinks he could just bail himself out. You can't on this level, right? Not yet, right? You got to learn. So for a guy like Patrick, he's able to now sit there and go, okay, I think his rookie year, he probably would have tried to do too much and try to you know, prove too much instead of realizing a lot of times, hey, not everything has to be highlight. It's okay to check down for two yards. It's okay to throw out of bounds. You'll pick and choose your spots. Not everything has to be that you have to prove that you're going to be on this level. And that's what happens to a lot of these young guys. That's why redshirting a guy, in my opinion, um, is, you know, I think it's just different these days. I think, like Jimmy Johnson was saying on our show, throw them right in there. They got to learn. They need to learn. And obviously, Jimmy's had, you know, experience here with Troy. But I just think it's a little different with these guys. Certainly, uh, we're watching it unfold in the first quarter of the season. Hey, we had a good half from Trevor Lawrence uh, last mm-hmm. night, Jay. But uh, coming up in January, you got... here's a guy who hasn't lost four games his entire life. Right. Right. What? <laughs> it's a different level, man. All right, I, w- I want to get you to talk about the book, but you know, yesterday, uh, as, since we we got to that game just here really briefly, Urban Meyer's post game presser when he's talking about heartbreaking and, and he looks like he's wounded. Uh, whereas Trevor Lawrence gets to the podium and he went and enumerated all the great things, like that's your leader. Look, look, this guy's unflappable. So whatever you're thinking of the on field, you've got your guy. But Urban yeah. just looked like he was a, a beaten down man last night. I, I actually like the fact that. Urban was real, and he was vulnerable. He was real. He wasn't acting like, oh no, no, we're good. No, it's yeah. He's realizing how why this league isn't for everybody, and how much harder it is than anything else. And it's a total man. This 
College to pros, look, from high school to college is a huge jump. College to pros is a monstrous jump. And there's so many other things that, that go into play and affecting things. It's not just, you know, I think a lot of college guys figure, oh, man, I was great in college, and I can just have it equate to this level. Totally different, completely different, completely different, and different how you – these are these are you're dealing with brands in that locker room. You're dealing with you know 53 corporations, and that dealing with a bunch of kids. So the same buttons that you'll push in college, they're not going to work on this level. Completely didn't work for Nick Saban, right? Look at Nick right, Saban. Sure. Nick Saban's supposed to be the greatest. It is probably the greatest college coach. We, no, certainly of our generation. But he was down there with the Dolphins, and man, that to prevent Dante Culpepper and Zach. Uh, uh, um, oh my God! What's, um, what's our middle linebacker? Zach, Zach Thomas. Thomas. Right. Zach, yeah. By the way, one of my closest friends I've ever had in this league, and I'm sitting there forgetting his name. So, <laughs> no, it, it everybody happens. listen to this, and you're in the Synapses. fight game. Keep your hands up. Yeah. Okay, keep your hands. Up. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, you know, keep it in the fight game, but also uh, you're turning to the literary world. January 25th, the release of Unbreakable: yeah. How I Turned My Depression and Anxiety into Motivation, and you can to order it wherever you get your books. And uh, Jay, yep. uh, each week as you come on, uh, little glimpses. Are you still editing? You still adding stories? Getting so back just, into the studio? We just, we just finished our edits this week. I actually, I'm not going to announce it yet, but I just got the person who's going to write my forward, which I am like Ooh. beyond um, grateful for, and my God, honored. And um, it's cool too because there has been a lot of people. I've always been real. I've always been raw, and you know, I've been able to help a lot of people with the vulnerability and with being raw. And I've never. I, I've never looked at um, my messed upness as like something that was just going to make me not be able to um, to exist. And, you know, I, look, I'm, it was hard. It's definitely hard, right? But I always needed to, to need to use it to, to kind of motivate myself and and empower myself. I had to use this not to damage me, but to empower me. And then because of that, though, the people who've come to me now that I've been able to help out. And it's just by being raw and real and vulnerable. It was just, it's, you know, they've, they've like the Demi Lovato's and the Guy Fieri's of the world have written quotes for me this week. It's been really cool just to see um, how much it's affected people. And a lot of times, because I'm stuck in the gray, I don't really, I don't feel it or I don't see it or I don't get it. And look, when you have the level of depression and anxiety that I have, you wake up every day thinking the world and the universe are against you and things are against you and that, man, just everybody hates you and it's hard to see and it's it's exhausting. But I've never looked at it like, well, this is something that's just going to get me to to not exist. It's gonna, I'm going to use this to somehow, some way to empower other people. And that's what I view. If I wasn't this, if I didn't live in this much gray, I wouldn't work as hard as I do. To try to to try to get some outside love, so I could kind of build myself up. You can pre-order the book. Jay's got it on his Twitter account, also at HarperCollins.com. The book is Unbreakable: How I Turned My Depression and Anxiety into Motivation. And you can too. I look forward to see what Strahan's going to write for you in the in the forward. It, it's not him. It's not him. No, he went. He went bigger. I can't wait to see. <laughs> I, I thought he, for sure he is, be Strahan. He is certainly throughout the book. And okay. It, yeah, he's actually he is in the first line of anything. And it's yes. hilarious when you see it. And well, the and then thing. he's got all the other really, stories I, of Fietti hopping about, fences. I talk about these really difficult things, but I make you laugh <laughs> in the process so we can talk about this difficult stuff. And, right, and so even if you don't suffer from what I do, you probably know someone who does it, and this will allow you to connect with your husband, your wife, or your kids, your parents a little bit better. Awesome stuff, Jay. Hey, not not to you know let anything go, but does the first sentence involve Strahan and a profanity? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> there we go. We're off and running, folks. Absolutely. <laughs> All love, Jay. All love, Again, man. Jay, the book Jay's is unbreakable. Those Eagles fans. Have them write the, the forward. Very That'll be first interesting. Line. In the very first line. Oh, be good, buddy. Enjoy the games this week, and we'll talk to you. Well, wait, real quick. Well, I have two seconds? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, it is. It starts with him. My old apartment, when I was so broke, you could not close the bathroom door because the refrigerator blocked it. Wow. When I lived in Manhattan, I was making 9500 bucks a year. So, it starts wow. with that, with him trying to close the bathroom door. 
and you couldn't because the fridge blocked it. Because <laughs> it was just too small. It broke. <laughs> well, There's a New a York good, apartment if you ever heard of one. <laughs> that's an uh, oh, See you guys. Love awesome. you. See you, buddy. Love you too, Jay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Does it involve Strahan and a profanity? Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah, yes, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll give it away right there. It's Strahan and a profanity. Uh, again, the book is Unbreakable. <laughs> HarperCollins.com on Jay's Twitter account as well. How about that? It's the Dolphins at the top, 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 top of the list for Deshaun Watson. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oral greatness. Uh, we have a National Football League intervention that has to happen coming up in a couple of minutes, but a little bit more on a big baseball story that we've seen over the course of the past half hour. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, who's made just three starts since the 4th of July for the Dodgers, back on the bump tonight against the Brewers as the Dodgers try to catch the Giants, and it hadn't gone well for Kershaw. He had given up three runs in the second inning, and then a visit from Dave Roberts, 
and the team trainer, and Kershaw exits the game in the top of the third inning. He didn't go in for treatment. He went to the dugout. He sat, and he's still in the dugout right now uh, with his teammates. So I guess you could say that's the good part is that he hasn't gone in for some kind of treatment right away. But Kershaw is out of this game, and there's now two thoughts about Kershaw. You have the short term and the long term, and I'll take the short term first. Even though the Dodgers seem pretty set, you're going to roll out three guys in the postseason that are named Bueller, Urias, and Scherzer. Uh, yeah, you're okay. For, for once, you don't have to worry about shoehorning in and going, maybe David Price could be... No, 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 no. These are your three guys, okay? These are the guys that are going to start. Right. Don't go crazy. Go, well, we need that fourth game. No. When you have three guys like this, you don't give away a game by starting somebody else. However, if that fourth guy was Clayton Kershaw, because if they have to play in the play-in game and then start, you don't know what it's going to be. That's a very big safety net. So the one thing I can say right now for the Dodgers is, Mike, they don't really have that safety net. Because if he comes out of this game, how much can you really trust he's going to be able to pitch well in a week or, or you know, eight days, whatever it would be next? I, I don't know that you'll see him again. I mean, look, clearly the Dodgers are on the cusp of playing one game and out, depending. Now, if they win, go on to a series, okay. But I think after seeing him tonight, knowing how much he has pitched since uh, the beginning of July, yeah, I don't know that you're going to see him again again this year for the Dodgers. Yeah, it's it's a hard one to, you know, fathom, right? You, you, what we've talked about it for years here on the show, year 8 of our uh, expedition here at the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio for those that have been along for the entirety of the ride. Thank you. Uh, for those that jumped on in the middle of it as it slowed down to pick up more passengers, we appreciate you. Uh, now we're full steam ahead, but we've talked about Clayton Kershaw a lot and once those injuries, especially when your back uh, starts becoming part of the narrative of your your legacy, your career, you know, the, you're always wondering when that last one is going to be. Gives up a hit in the second and departs, you know, to your point about the starting pitching. Well, Bueller hasn't been Bueller the last month, so that's the that's the part of it that you're going, all right, he's going to re- rediscover his uh, early season form, right? Right? Please? Yes? Or turn uh, into which, playoff Bueller. Because well, yeah, the, I mean, all of a sudden he puts on a phenomenal. cape and away you go. Exactly. Likewise, some of these Dodgers hitters that haven't hit Suddenly, they turn it on. All the wishing, wanting, hoping that the calendar changed October will yield some magic. But, yeah, this one's tough for for the Dodgers just because even if he's not going seven strong, he was always able to give you five or six and even coming out of the pen willing to do that. So that's a big loss. Now, for the future of him, right, is this the last time Clayton Kershaw pitches as a Dodger? Could be his last game at Dodger Stadium. Could be his last game yeah. overall. Now, that I got a little bit of a rosier scenario for you because, oh, okay. look, he, he wants to be a Dodger. The Dodgers want to keep him, right? I mean, he, he doesn't want to go anywhere unless he has to. And the market for Clayton Kershaw isn't going to be robust because sure. no one's going to give him a ton of money not knowing how much he's going to pitch. Now, does this mean he will take way less money if it's, if it's you know, the same kind of money between the Dodgers and somewhere else, you're going to go somewhere else? No. The Dodgers will give him less money and it will be presented as, hey, it's time. You know, I'm going to take less money to help the team. That's fine. You know, they, look, they paid him $30 million the last three years and he's been kind of up and down. So, you know, unless he has some crazy kind of ask, he will take less money and he will come back and finish as a Dodger. Now, maybe that's two more years. Uh, I, I don't know how much more he really has left, how much you can count on him, because clearly the Dodgers are moving forward in their top three or Scherzer, Urias, and Bueller. At least that's where they're going to go. So, yeah, in, in the long term, I think it's fine. I don't, I don't see him going someplace else unless he asks for some kind of crazy-ass number and says, no, I want $25 million for two years. And the Dodgers are going to go, forget it. Dude, come on. We're not doing it. Well, then I'll go pitch for the Rangers. Okay. Go ahead. See ya. Thanks for coming. We appreciate it. So he'll wind up taking less in some kind of two-year deal, and he'll come back. But this year in the playoffs, man, no. You you have a better chance of seeing him return than you do see him in the playoffs. Yeah, I think there's one one of the things as you go through, though, in terms of dollars and cents, his might not make sense. Right? It might be not necessarily to what we would equate the last – 
contract of Kobe Bryant, and I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of guys in the studio. Uh, Frostburg's probably getting ready to tweet at me and text at me and whatever. Uh, but where you knew you weren't getting the play on the court to the commensurate with the dollars, but there's a meaning to the squad and you know payment uh, over the top for you know services right? and what he means to the squad. Right? He's still a guy that you know, want around the clubhouse and fans love and what he means to the city. So you have that that angle that might pump up that final number a little bit. But yeah, to your point, uh, assuming all things are equal and some random team doesn't come over the top back in Texas, most likely, right, that, you know, he would stay here and close it out as a Dodger. But yeah, just a t- tough blow, right? A guy who battled back and you get excited saying, all right, he's going to be ready for the postseason. Let's go. And second inning out of this game in the final series uh, of the regular season. So we'll keep you posted on this again. Uh, no real details yet on why uh, Scherzer, why Kershaw was removed. It was a quick visit from Dave Roberts and the team trainer, and he came out of the game. And uh, this is a game that is not going well for the Dodgers. Uh, the Brewers just triple in or double in another run and uh, add one onto their lead against LA. And this could be that final game where the Dodgers say, "Okay, enough. You know, we've tried. We had four home runs in the eighth inning on Thursday, and still the Giants keep winning. They keep." winning uh they lose a game tonight obviously that's going to be it and then they can get ready for the playoffs and at this point getting your rotation set to go is probably a big deal maybe this kershaw is a big warning sign going uh hey guys let's 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 focus on not that we're going to catch the giants let's get our rotation ready so we know who you want pitching in the play-in game and then on from there right Let, let's not let's not worry about these last two days in the giants here Crazy times ahead, man. It's going to be a a fun weekend of NFL and college football, but the last couple days of this baseball race and what it sets up for the playoffs, uh, count me in, buddy. Uh, Make sure you get your sleep because uh, you're going to be running on pure adrenaline for a while here. Oof. Twitter at How About a Fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. So we'll have more on, on baseball as it develops. Again, uh, it is a 4-1 Brewers lead as they continue to bat in the top of the third inning. Now, I, I, buddy, I, I got to tell you this, man. Your team absolutely 100% needs an intervention. Okay, I I really, really, really. Today, the Chicago Bears, if they couldn't take a situation and make it worse, I don't know how they do it. So with Justin Fields starting last week and not playing well and Andy Dalton still injured, Matt Nagy said, hey, anybody could be our quarterback on Sunday. Sid Luckman might be able to start. And when he said anybody, oh, no, he meant it. Here we are on Friday. Hey, Matt, who's going to be your quarterback on Sunday? As far as the QB update, Andy again was limited today, so he'll be questionable for Sunday. The starter is going to be a game time decision. Both out there this week for practices, and you know Andy is is getting better each day. We're just going to see where he's at on Sunday. All right, so there you go. So anybody could be Nick Foles, it could be Andy Dalton, it could be Justin Fields. We are at a game time decision for the quarterback. So all right, what did Andy Dalton think when he heard about this news? So seems like business as usual clear message from Matt Nagy saying you're still the starting quarterback when you're healthy meant to you. It means a lot. I mean, I feel like that's what I was told when I first got here, but it just shows the confidence that they have in me and what I can bring and what I can do for this team. You never mind the other guys. This is all about me, 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 me. Wow. The Bears need an intervention. This is why I say get your first Get your rookie quarterback ready, your first-round quarterback of the future. Spend the entire offseason getting him ready and go all in on him. Because as much as you want to say that Trevor Lawrence has struggled and Zach Wilson has really struggled, I'm okay with that because you know why? Because they're learning. And they're learning faster. And the, the whole fail forward fast that Randy Mueller's been writing about on Twitter the last couple of days, I love that. Hey, fail forward and fast so we can really get this going. This is how you do it. I said from the beginning, the Jets are doing it the right way. The Jaguars are doing it the right way. They have their quarterbacks, and they're letting them play, give them all the reps in the offseason, so this period of breaking in isn't as big a deal. Now, you'll say to me, oh, but Jason, clearly Justin Fields wasn't ready last week. 
Yeah. You know why and whose fault that is? It's the Bears' fault because they drafted the guy in the first round and they still said, okay, we really want to be beholden to Andy Dalton, so now he's going to split the reps. He's going to get second-team reps all through the offseason. Remember, Nick Foles has to get them too. We were going to be beholden to Andy Dalton and we're going to start him. But what about putting in a package and tailoring the offense around Justin Fields? Nope, not going to do it. Going to ask him to go out and just execute the regular offense that we have. This is such a colossal and total failure by the Bears. I don't disagree that Justin Fields wasn't ready last week, but they did nothing to build the offense around his skill set. It was the same. It was the same thing. It was the same plays. The same everything. How do you not draft him and say, "All right, we're going to get him ready to start"? Sorry, Andy Dalton. I know we promised you and gave you money, but the world just changed, and you can't sue us because it, just because we promised you something doesn't mean we're going to still give it to you. But no, no, no. The Bears decided this is what we're going to do. This is why the Bears failed. This is why they need an intervention because they had the guy and they could have spent the last six months. Hey, let's get him ready. Let's build the offense around him. Let's do because we got him for this reason, right? You can't sit here and go, he's our backup. No, we love Andy Dalton. Then why did you draft him? If you loved Andy Dalton so much, you were set at quarterback. Why'd you draft Justin Fields? Because you want him to be your guy and you did not give him the chance to succeed. This is why the Bears are an absolute blank show right now because this is how they dealt with the quarterback position from when they drafted Justin Fields all the way until tonight. There you go. Um, at Swollen Dome, you can find a video of a 30-minute monologue. Uh, the guy tried to ask me questions. I love you, John Z. Uh, kid in Chicago, doing some great things. Asked me to come on and talk about the state of the Bears. And, well, once you start ranting, I even got a, the Tommy Lasorda performance in uh, before it was all done, uh, said and done. Look, you, you have a, a guy that you decided to bring in Andy Dalton when you already had Nick Foles which it was curious in and of itself, but that's fine. All right, so you're going to build the offense there. Fields falls in your lap, but you're looking at a team that's been in the playoffs two of the last three years, smoke and mirrors, and you can hate every way, but the, the result was the same. They got to the playoffs. So you're saying we've got a roster. If this defense is healthy and ready to go, and the defense has played reasonably well, minus some big plays uh, here and there, even in that opener, you know, the box score not quite indicative of how well and even a lot of that game was, but that's fine. Uh, But with Andy Dalton, you decided, all right, he's your guy. Likewise, in San Francisco, you got Jimmy G. You may not like either of them. Neither of them are sexy, but you got teams that were ready to compete as opposed to your Jets and the Jaguars, right? The Patriots are in no man's land. And and with Cam Newton, as soon as, you know, it kind of really got to a uh, boiling point and the vaccination status and all of that stuff came up and, you know, as you called it, a sham competition, whatever the truth truly is. Uh, and again, it's, it's the Patriots. That's Wickersham's next book. Uh, Mac Jones <laughs> is your guy, right? So you got two that are on one extreme. You got one in the middle in the Patriots. And then you have the other two, which are, we've got solid teams. We're, we could be contenders, particularly San Francisco, but for the sake of the Bears, potentially a back-end playoff team. So you said, okay, we go with the older guy, which means the young guy's not getting the reps. Ergo, he's not ready. But as soon as Andy Dalton left that game and it was pretty evident that you were going to have to start Justin Fields. Why was that offense the same? And there were some plays that were pretty basic and some really basic throws that he just flat out missed. And, you know, he's a rookie quarterback. That's going to happen, right? That's going to happen and has happened to every one of these rookie quarterbacks. So it's really not a difference uh, when you come down to that. But they did him no favors, no rollouts, none of the stuff that we saw towards the end of the year last year to eke out whatever they could out of the skill set of Mitchell Trubisky when they scored 30 points a game. But now you've now you've got Matt Nagy with the same promises about who he's going to use. Cole Komet's name comes up in press conference again. You're not throwing him the ball, so stop talking about it. Either do it or don't. Uh, either execute or don't. Uh, otherwise, you know you're going to be terminated. And it's going to as much as the Bears don't like to swallow money at this point, they also don't like the continued bad headlines. And and this is a clown show. Game time decision for your QB. I mean, if Nick, I was asked point blank, Jason, well, well, should they start Nick Foles? I'm like, then you might as well have Duke throw in the towel. (laughs) Put him on the Jumbotron and just say symbolically, here's where we're at in this season. Because the fact that he's still on the roster is a joke. When the team takes the field, just have a just have a Volkswagen drive to the middle of the field on Sunday and have all the the coaches followed by the players get out of it because it's a clown car. 
And it's a clown. Just have them all get out. Well, look at all the clowns getting out of them. There's Nagy. There's oh, go. Oh, here come the quarterbacks. Oh, they got the linemen in there too. The guy, because that's exactly what it is. It's an absolute clown show. The Chicago. The Bears. Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. Quarterback. 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 I hate you. Oh, Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. See, this is why you do what I said, and you get your quarterback ready after you draft him. No, no, no. Now the Bears are stuck, and all it's going to do is end with people getting fired and losing jobs. Congratulations, Chicago. Dealing with a dead battery, like the Bears? Head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. Their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not. And if you do happen to need a replacement battery, they can help with that, too. They got reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99, and they're the only place you can find proven tough Duralast batteries. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. Well, coming up next, our destination is a big slate in college football tomorrow. We preview all the top 10 matchups. We got some potential upsets coming your way. Keep it right here. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, Fox. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Jets. Uh, it's Fox Sports Radio. The Jays. Sorry, I was just singing along right there. <laughs> it just, just inspired along. you to throw sorry, that one yeah. out there, huh? And it, I didn't know. I didn't know the mic was on. I'm sorry. Hot mic moment. <laughs> Hot mic moment. Didn't know the mic was on. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you weren't listening to uh, Appetite for Destruction or something. Now, isn't no, it? no, 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 no. That's true. That's true. Got to, got to, got to know when the mic is on. Got to know when the mic is off. Well, there's yeah. that too. <laughs> Big moment on on the mic being off in the latest episode of the morning show. I don't know if you're watching the morning show. Catching um, up. That's part of the weekend. Of a fun thing on that. Oh, so you know what? I just started watching. I got to say this right here because this is a, a, a service announcement here. Television for Friday night. So I've been hearing all about the Squid Game, right? On yes. Netflix. Oh, it's the biggest show ever. I'm like, okay. And say, it seems it's like, like Korea it's- suing them or something because it's taking right, up right. so much bandwidth. Right, but it seems like it's my kind of show because it's kind of like the Hunger Games where these people wind up getting involved in these games where they have to play or they get killed. I'm like, okay, I kind of like that because I kind of dig the Hunger Games. No, sure, hey. So I'm like, okay, so I get two episodes into Squid Game. I'm two episodes in, okay? This is a show that is about people who get... Uh, put in a game, and if you don't succeed in the game, you die, and you die in a very gory way. Okay, that's the, and I'm not that. That's something you learn about the show, like going into it. You know, that's what it is. Okay, that's the premise of the show. Then why am I bored to tears after the first two episodes? <laughs> I'm yeah, like, you've got to be kidding me. Well, because you've, you've watched so be many movies me. and so many chaotic things through the years oh, that now this is damn. Well, the first episode, it takes so long to get to where you know they're going, right? It takes way long. I'm like, okay, this is way too long to get there. And then the second episode, I'm like, where's the action? Where's, where, where, where is it? It's, it's, I'm like, how am I bored after watching the second episode? How am I bored? Because, again, it's too long to get to where you know it's going. And right. I'm like, this is just, how am I bored on this show? How am I bored? I don't understand. It's been two episodes, and it's it's Hunger Games come to life, and people are dying. But no, 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 I'm bored. I'm like, how am I bored with this? I don't understand. Well, because I think maybe maybe you've just be dis- been desensitized. You just watch so much of this stuff. And you know every frame of the Hunger Games. I mean, you know, maybe they can instead of uh, what was it, Cabin in the Woods used? Roll with the changes. Oh yeah. In this case, you were starting to sing. Let's sing action. Let's see people going in d- deep down the Who Reservoir, uh, as it were. <laughs> Let's see people mm-hmm. everywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. Take me with you where you're going, and, and then maybe there's murders after that. I, I just think maybe you need to just watch some romantic comedies for a while. Oh. Maybe you need to just step out, and you need need to. Just step back from your hyper-violent world and, and maybe find some love. Well, I am watching, you said, I am watching Only Murders in the Building, and I'm a big oh, good. fan of yeah. it so far. Yes, that is, that is a lot of fun so far, I got to say. Well, Selena uh, Gomez, I mean, who who's, can't sell? Oh, she's great. Selena Gomez and, is great. And Martin Mr. Short Steve is so Martin. funny. And, you know, Steve Martin's the straight man in this. Oh, my God. Only Murders in the And Tina Fey is sprinkled in. Oh, I love Only Murders in the Building is so much fun. It really is. I mean, and Martin Short, you forget how funny he was. Like, in the late 80s, early 90s, he was one of the funniest guys on the planet. And you realize, oh, my God, he still has the timing. He still has everything. He, is just a, he gives you the line in the first five minutes of the, uh, of the pilot where you're laughing hysterically. And, you're, and I'm that, at that moment, I'm like, okay, I'm all in. He gets, when you meet his character for the first time, he gives you this one line, and it's just, okay, I'm in. I'm I'm completely in on this show because it was just that funny. I'm telling you. Now, next time they tour, we'll have to go. All right. Because the two of them go, and, I mean, Steve Martin brings out his banjo. 
Oh, sure. And he tweets. He live tweets. He loves Twitter, Steve Martin, man. Oh, my God. He loves Twitter. He loves Twitter. Uh, But speaking of Twitter, uh, the number one trending topic right now is Clayton Kershaw. And I want to bring Steve DeSager in here because a half hour ago when we talked about the Clayton Kershaw leaving tonight's start against the Brewers. Look, the Brewers are winning this 5-1. This could be the end of the Dodgers push for the National League West. Kershaw left the game. And it was under the cloud of injury. Now, we're still waiting to find out. We'll hear from Dave Roberts post game, But it was a quick visit from Dave Roberts and a team trainer. And Kershaw comes out of the game. He sits on the bench. And, Steve, he brought something with him yeah. off the field that you don't normally see happen. He still had the baseball in his glove. Instead, yeah. like most, most pitchers hand the ball, right? And the yeah. manager asks for the ball on the mound. No, he walked off with the trainer, took a seat in the dugout. Kershaw did and kept the baseball in his glove. As you've mentioned earlier, his contract's up after this year. This is a guy that didn't pitch at all from July 4th until mid-September of this year. He was on the injured list, not with the back this time. It was forearm inflammation. Mm -hmm. I will say that his ERA is still a very good 3.38 this season going into tonight, which is actually his highest ERA since his rookie season. But what kills me is the quote that beat writer Bill Plunkett, Orange County Register, brought up after Kershaw went out that Kershaw said, when I feel great and healthy, I feel like I can pitch forever. And then when it hurts, I feel like I don't want to be hurt anymore. That really you know, stuck with the writer, and it does with me. I mean, and, and now this this is an interesting development because this is now not just about is Kershaw going to stay, right? Because there's a long-term, a short-term, and then something that maybe is now coming out now. Like short-term, I can't see him pitching again for the Dodgers, right? He's had three starts since the beginning of July, and he comes out of this game. Is he really going to pitch again this season? Probably not. Now, will they want him back next year? Sure, as long as he doesn't have some kind of crazy ask and he still wants to pitch. Hey, you take a little bit less money. The Dodgers will give him a two-year deal. They want him to retire a Dodger. He wants to stay a Dodger. So unless he's really outlandish with his money, going, no, I want $30 million the next two years, the Dodgers will say, good luck in Texas, Clayton. But keeping the ball when you're coming off the mound – there's part of it where, hey, this is my last game here, so I might be keeping the ball. And then there's, this might be my last game game, and so I'm going to keep the ball coming off the mound. I mean, because we haven't talked about the retirement possibility for Kershaw, and, and, and here you are saying, hey, when I feel great, I'm great. When I don't feel great, I'm not. Is Kershaw going to be one of those guys who – when he keeps pitching, if he's one of those in and out of the lineup and I can't do it, is he going to still stick around to do that? He's not. Well, He this, won the World Series. He's had an unbelievable yes. career. He, he's not that kind of athlete, as dominant as he is and what he wants, that's going to be content with, hey, I'm okay with you know starting a couple of games and then I'm going to be hurt for a while, then coming back, and then I'm going to be hurt, and then I'm coming back, and I'm going to be hurt. Uh, he's a guy that would retire before that became a big issue. Sure. Two issues, actually, and he's only going to be 34 next season. Remember, he was drafted out of high school in in Texas. So he got to the Dodgers at age 20. But that's a lot of mileage. Let's just put it that years, way. <laughs> that's uh, 2,453 regular season innings. Yeah, so it's about 400 starts in his time as a Dodger. So there are two things that are reminding me of that, the fact that he's not that old, but the mileage is there. And the other thing is the guy who has mileage for the St. Louis Cardinals that was in the news today. Adam Wainwright's 40 years old and suddenly went 17-7 and this year, and literally today the Cardinals gave him a contract and a raise for next year. He had said, basically, who am I kidding? I don't want to play for anybody else. And I wonder if Kershaw also has that in mind. It's not just, can I pitch? Do I want to go through this? But even if I could pitch, would I want to pitch for anybody else? That's a legitimate question as well in all this. Yeah, I think if he thought he could do it, and appreciate it, Steve. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. We'll have more on this as, as it comes up. You know, the thing is, Mike, if he thinks he can pitch, he would still pitch, right? Like three years ago when he signed that big extension with the Dodgers, the Dodgers got a little nervous about not keeping him. Remember, he looked like he was potentially ready to bolt to go someplace else. Hey, all right, you, you clearly don't look at me as a number one guy anymore. Remember, they, they didn't start him in game one of the playoffs. Sure. Oh, we're going to have you later on. Um 
this is different. Back then, three years ago, was, I can still do this at a high level. This is a season that has been marked for him with injuries and stops and starts. And every athlete, I don't care who you are, you're Clayton Kershaw, you're Tom Brady, when it gets to the point where I just physically can't do it, I can't go out and, and be the guy I used to, and not only that, I can go out and I don't know at any moment I'm not going to be able to do it anymore. That's something that gets to an athlete's head and goes, you know what, it's just time for me to be done. Because really, how much longer does Kershaw have, even if he decided to pitch another year or two? I mean, you, you, look, sure. his back, his his injury history, it just isn't going to get better, right? I, I say it all the time. Backs don't get better, right? Backs don't get – you can only live with them and, and, and wind up dealing with them for so long before you say, you know what, you win, right? I mean, everybody I've ever known in my life that's had back trouble, that's – so you know what, I eventually got to the point where I knew I couldn't do these things, so I didn't do these things anymore, and my life improved dramatically because I didn't try to do things I couldn't. I get it's, it's upsetting that I can't do what I used to, but I did that. And if this is where Kershaw is at right now, a, a season in which his health is just extremely frustrating – yeah, does he really come back? I mean, for for the first time, I'm looking at this and going, this would be the last time we see Clayton Kershaw come off the mound. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm hoping not. I mean, I'm hoping that he c- continues to be able to pitch and, and it's a false alarm or something happens. But, you know, keeping the ball coming off the mound, uh, maybe it's in his head, look, I'm going to go out and try to do it this year. We have a great team, and if I can't do it, this is it for me. So I keep the ball coming off because I, I can't believe he disagreed with coming out of the game, which is right. I'm going to keep, you know, instead sure. of giving you the ball, I'm going to keep it because I disagree with coming out of the game here. Uh, I wonder if he kept that ball because of that. That's the last ball, the last pitch I ever threw. I'm keeping the ball from this this game and this is going in my uh, collection of memorabilia. Yeah, it is. It is certainly uh, for Dodger fans, hand wringing moment. Not just the you know where the game is against the Brewers. Uh, it was one of those you've been stalking them all along. Are you are you going to be able to get over the Giants? They're they're currently up three uh, nothing in the top of the seventh uh, against San Diego here, uh, and Dodgers still down five one, bottom five. But with Kershaw, you know, as we talked about with Steve, 2008 comes in as a 20-year-old, all those weary miles, the injuries, the back, the forearm, it all starts to add up. And, and you, you, you question, you know, this is the guy that it's always been a joy to watch. I, I love the way he bristled, uh, you know, at dumb questions and whatever else uh, and loves his 7-11, you know, 7-10 start time, right? That's when we start. And if it's anything uh, off of that, he was always salty. Uh, two four eight career ERA, but it's we we talk about it was usually in the NFL more than anything else, Jason, where it's a wide receiver or a running back or something where it's like, all right, you're no longer the A list guy, and now you have to accept that you are a mid rotation guy, and that's where he is right now, right between Urias and Walker Bueller. Uh, but, you know, on any given Sunday or every fifth day, I mean, there's that possibility that he still can throw a gem. But we know the innings uh, have piled up, so the bullpen's got to be ready. And and certainly it's been a, a fantastic run to watch him grow in all of this and so happy when he got his World Series victory, right? Because we've seen so many other legends leave all, all of our sports that never got to experience that moment, but leaving with the the baseball didn't seem like there was, you know, from anything we've seen or anything reported at this point, and Steve would be all over it if there had, that there was any type of, you know, acrimony there with Dave Roberts, right? No uh, waving him off, no cursing at him as he's coming out of the dugout, because we've certainly seen a lot of pitchers do that through the years. Hi, Snell, uh, as well as some others. Uh, but this one is, you know, one of those sombering notes. You know, we always talk about father time coming for you. You always just hope it's in the off season where you can make that decision versus being on the mound, getting ready for the playoffs. So very difficult thing to, to watch and, and to start seeing the scribes uh, putting their fingers to the keyboards tonight because you you talk about what he's meant to this organization 185 and 84 the career numbers 248 the era just an amazing run for clayton kershaw selfishly i hope it's not over but if his body's telling him he's done i hope he uh, cherishes that baseball 
All right, now, Steve DeSager's back. You have an update on Clayton Kershaw. He's been traded to the Mets. Is that what you're telling me? What, what happened? <laughs> that would be a typical Mets thing to get an injured player. <laughs> He'll be ready we're for spring gonna, training. Let's go. We're not just going to hurt our guys. We're going to trade for the guys that are hurt, too. We're going to do yeah, everything. Yeah, for Conforto. Kershaw for Conforto right sure. now. I think that's going to be the – no, the Dodgers radio and TV have just announced straight from the team that Clayton Kershaw left tonight's game in the second inning with left forearm discomfort. That is the same issue that kept him out for over two months this season. He had only had three starts coming back from injury this past month. He had ramped it up to almost 75 pitches each of the last couple starts. Tonight, he doesn't even make it through the second inning. Left forearm discomfort, so it wasn't rebellion with the baseball, and it was injury why he left the game. Thanks a bunch, Steve. Oh, you really wonder, is this the end? for Clayton Kershaw. I mean, th- this is how it happens sometimes, and it happens this fast. Uh, we'll have more on this game coming up. The good news for the Dodgers is, well, just like in Halloween or Friday the 13th, you shoot Jason, you stab him, it doesn't matter. He sits up at the end saying, I'm ready for more. It looked like the Dodgers were cooked, right? Here they are, down 5-1 to the Brewers, and the Giants are winning. Uh, this is going to be it, and the Dodgers are going to say, okay, Giants, you can have the National League West Trey Turner has just homered again a grand slam that ties the game with the Brewers at five apiece in the bottom of the fifth inning. This is Austin Powers going, why won't you die? Why won't you just die? His second of the night, 27th of the year, five RBI, 73 now on the season. Amazing. Amazing. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen. Don't look at Dave Roberts got his hand up. Yeah, like he hits these home runs. Yeah, I did it. I did it. They told me the lineup to do and I put it in and he did it. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.